You know, ever since Chris and I started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Hey, usually it's what team to bet on this week. You know, you got the Texans or the Bengals, Clemson or Louisville. And let me tell you this, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Right now, you can use promo code WCE100 for a 100% deposit bonus. That means they're going to match everything that you put into your first account. Mybookie.ag has been in this business for years. Their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. So off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payout. Seriously, just two business days. So go to mybookie.ag, enter in promo code WCE100. That's WCE100. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Winning everything. Here are your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 137. This is the Wednesday, September 27th edition of the show. On today's show, Chris and I are going to break down the NFL week that was. We didn't get to do it yesterday, uh, but we are breaking that whole thing down today. Uh, Before we get into that, though, there's a really good article on cbssports.com by Dennis Dodd. It's inside college football. It's Internet Giants could kickstart next round of realignment. Basically, it is going through and talking about how how much, say, Google, Amazon, Facebook, etc. are going to have as far as the upcoming TV deals, and that, that'll be in the 2020s at some point. Uh, the Big 12's deal, uh, their television deal, gets done in 2025, if I'm not mistaken. And that's when Bob Bowlesby's contract is up. That's when it's widely expected that this next round of conference realignment will will happen. And you'll see schools like Texas and Oklahoma and whatnot end up joining different schools. The Big 12, it, it is widely regarded that that bunch will end up flatlining and they're going to break apart. And some of the schools will be stuck with smaller conferences and some will be picked up by bigger conferences. We've been talking about this for a long time. I think that everything is going to end up with being four 16-team power leagues, and then we'll go from there, and we'll see what happens. Uh, The other big story from Tuesday was the FBI case against four assistant coaches, and it's basically discussing college basketball and pay-for-play, et cetera, et cetera, right? So shoe companies, uh, the one that that is named is Adidas. Uh, it's it's Jim Gatto. Um, he was he funneled $100,000 plus, whatever it is, to three different athletes. Uh, one is, is pretty much known. That is uh, uh, the kid that went to Louisville. Um, the four assistant coaches are at Oklahoma State, Auburn, USC, and Arizona. Uh, there's, there's a lot to digest with this. It is still an ongoing investigation. Uh, the Louisville deal basically looks like it is going to cost Rick Pitino his job, and it should, because after the prostitution scandal and whatnot where an assistant coach, and they they can claim the rogue thing all they want to for that one, but at this point, if you've got another assistant that is finding a way to get a player paid to come to Louisville, uh, either the head coach is in on it or he has zero control of his program, 
And they're in repeat offender status right now because they are under probation because of that. And this is, I mean, there's going to be so much that comes out of this. So much that comes out of this. So for right now, though, let's uh, let's go ahead and bring in Chris and let's talk about some NFL. All right, NFL recap time. Uh, to let everybody know, we are trying to get this knocked out on Monday before the Cowboys-Cardinals game. So we're not going to recap that one, but let's go ahead and kick off. Uh, let's talk about the Rams and 49ers. Now, Chris, tell me about this, because you had the 49ers plus three and the under, and the which under, was 40. Which right? was 40. And neither one of these teams has scored a lot. Now, the Rams scored a ton against the Colts. Those were a lot of defensive points. Thursday night games have historically been low-scoring, really ugly, terrible to watch. This was not. This was this was an awesome game. It was actually really good. This I will tell you this. Two, the two youngest coaches in the NFL, right? Yeah. This game, not just this game, this week in, in the NFL, really exciting. Not a lot of blowouts. A lot of games came down to the wire. Like, the NFL had a problem with their product being bad for the first couple of weeks. Man, I think that is just going to be because preseason is so short. Nobody hits. Nobody really practices. And it takes a couple of weeks to figure out who these teams really are. And then you get really good football. It's one of the reasons why I've always liked the NFL better than college growing up. First couple of weeks made me doubt that every year. Then we get into the meat of the schedule, and I think, you know what? This is why I still love this stuff. Yeah, I can believe that. I can believe that. Jared Goff looked awesome. Um, Brian Hoyer looked pretty good. 49ers scored 19 points in the fourth quarter. Everybody in this game looked great. Yeah, it was. No, nobody had a bad game. Everybody. Well, except maybe the defenses. Defense didn't look great. Yeah, no, you're right. But still. But these, I think a lot it was of this was, 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 I mean, some of these guys were covered. Like, they were yeah. covered well. It just perfectly placed balls. Receivers made unbelievable plays on them. Jared Goff looks really good right now. How bad is Jeff Fisher? Like, Jeff Fisher deserves to just still be fired and somebody dig a hole and push him in it. Yeah. Because how bad was he last year? And he was this really year, bad. I mean, he looks like the second coming of John Elway. This guy. He looks good. He looks good. The Rams look like they are. I mean, they're a they're – Pretty good football team. They're a good football team. So, so not not they can compete in the West. I want to go down something real quick, okay? Because this is this is something that shocked me. Something I've always kind of followed. This week, if you count um, the Jacksonville Jaguars being home team, being a, a home dog, let's say, even though they played in London, we had 10, 10 home dogs, okay. Of those 10 home dogs, everybody covered but two. So, the, 8 out of 10. The only two that didn't cover were the Chargers and the Lions. And the Lions got royally fucked. <laughs> now, I, don't, I don't drop the F-bomb a lot on this show. But, but, but that's you, the only way I know how to say it. Yeah. I, I, I need to go back and rewatch. I think the Lions had a timeout. And if you do the 10-second runoff and they had a timeout, I'm going to be furious. I remember watching them show the replay and the little stat with, like, the helmet, and it shows all the timeouts underneath it. I'm almost positive I saw one. Like, it, I'm, i got to be wrong on that. I almost have to be. Doesn't matter. I think they got screwed. They could have got another playoff. I understand the rules. It doesn't matter. Anyway, these teams, so... Eight, eight out of ten covered. Eight out of ten covered. 
And we haven't gone through the Cardinals yet. The Cardinals, Cowboys play tonight. They're a home dog. Okay? Eight out of ten teams covered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of the ten teams won outright. outright. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about some of these. Because that is a, a just insane stat, right? Uh, Jags over Ravens, forty-four to seven. This is the ass beating of the weekend. That I, I still pros, cannot figure. This it out. does not matter. This is the 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 absolute thorough drumming of the weekend. I just don't. I I didn't see it coming. I, I, I think the London travel like really messed with the Ravens because they've never done it. The Jags are used to it at this point. Well, not only are they used to it, man. I, and I think I read somewhere last week that the owner of the Jaguars have bought a permanent practice facility over there. I actually think within five years, he wants to move the team there. They sell out every game. They have like five venues that they play in. It's not they go to the same stadium every time. They have like five different places that they play in in London. And, and they sell ev- out. And every one of them sell out. Um, it, it, and, and, I mean, this team goes. They're prepared to go. And I think he's purchased somebody I've read – talked about how he's purchased a permanent practice facility over there. I don't know what it's going to be used for when they're not there. I mean, unless, no he's, unless he's preparing to, to move the team. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. And and I was thinking about that. My first initial reaction when I thought that was, oh man, it's going to jack up the, the, like, the divisions real bad. What do you do? But then I thought, no, it's not. It's real easy. You move Miami to the south, the AFC south. That fits perfect. Yep. And you move them to the AFC North. That fits perfect. You're yeah. in London. You're really close. That's fine. Like, I, thought, I mean, not really close, but like close enough. I'll tell you this. I don't know that from New York to London, it's any further than from New York to Miami. Yeah, you're probably I have right. no idea about that. I, I'm not good at geography. I could be a thousand miles off. But but I can't think it's that far. I mean, you may at be right. I'll, day, I'll look it up a little bit. It's a damn plane ride from New Jersey to, to Miami. And then they, they say it's just to jump over the pond. When Mississippi, ponds ain't real big. I don't know how big the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean is right there, but probably made myself look at full. This was a drumming. I think this Jags defense is legit. If their offensive line can keep Leonard Fournette healthy, it's they're going to be something to work with. They are a quarterback away from being real good. You know what? New York to London, six hours and 45 minutes. Okay. That's kind of surprising. I thought it was longer. No, that's not bad at all. I gotta it's, think Miami's shorter than that, though. I was I was probably dead wrong on that. I mean, it may be. It may be. I don't know what JFK to Miami is, but anyway, way. um, I, I'll keep running down this. The next game we can talk about my Brownies against the Colts. Look, I I don't know what to think about the Browns. They fought hard. They came back. 28 to 31. They made it a game. New York to Miami is three hours. Yeah, I was about to say. As soon as you said it was six, I thought, man, I, I missed that boat. But it's still not bad. No, it's not bad at all. But, it, I mean, we do have West Coast teams that fly over all the time, right? So, Oh, yeah, that's right. So, actually, from Oakland to New York City, six hours and 35 minutes. It's longer from Oakland to New York than it is from New York to London. That's right. So that's not and West awful. Coast teams play in London all the time anyway. Like they still do that. This is not just an East Coast thing. Yeah. So All right, so your Brownies uh they were down 28 to 14 at the at the half. My, Jacoby Brissett looks good. I was just about to ask is Jacoby Brissett real? Now this offensive line is still piss poor bad. But the rest of this team is pretty bad. But 
I mean, I, Jacoby rushed for two. He threw for two. He counted for four touchdowns, man. I mean, that's – He's a player. He now, He's a player. Part of that could be that the Browns just don't have anybody transcendent on defense to stop anybody else. Miles Garrett's still not there. They don't have any playmakers at any position. Yeah. Yesterday we talked about NC State doing a recap on college football. I think Cleveland Browns like a bad version of the NC State. Like they're they are good at, at all the levels of the game. Uh, okay. They're good at defense on every level and they're good at offensive line. They're not great at anything. True. But they don't have any real like tr- playmakers that just scare you at all. No, they really don't. I'm excited I mean, there's, to see Miles. It, it's a good this. collective group. Yes. Um. Yeah. When Miles Garrett gets back, I think I think he'll be the star. He'll be the guy that comes out. And re- but I mean, he'll be coming off an injury, so that's right. It may be next year before that really hits. You're right. But um, moving off of that, Giants go to zero and three. They lose on a sixty-one yard field goal to the Eagles. Our boy from Memphis, baby, Jake Elliott, sixty-one yards. That is insane. That's a boot. That yeah, is it pressure, is. too. Uh, this that is the first is time pressure. that the Giants have looked like they had any kind of life whatsoever. They were down 14 to nothing going into the fourth quarter. They scored 24 points in the fourth. It looks like they are awake and alive now. So there was one drive, the very first drive down. I think it was in the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. One of those times. McAdoo tried to go for it. Instead of kicking the field goal. In hindsight, that was a mistake. Oh yeah. That cost them the game. Yeah. And But when you're when you're doing so poorly on offense, you, you look right. for a spark. You so, think you think a field and, goal and, doesn't help us here when you're down by fourteen, but, but you here's might as thing. well be down by forty. At, at the same time though, going for that right there may have given the players like they, they let the players know that he trusts them to go out and do this. Maybe. And it's a it's a big thing. You know, because it'll it can completely change the outcome of a ball game, and this game was tied twenty four twenty four. That's right. With, like with a sixty one no, yard field goal, they scored quickly, and it took the Eagles a miracle field goal from a rookie nobody kicker. Yeah. To to win it, that's crazy. Jets beat the Dolphins twenty to six. Oh my gosh! They were up twenty to nothing going into the fourth quarter. Dolphins scored six points. I don't know what to make of this. The Jets are awful. But they were playing at home. Uh, are the Dolphins bad? This is one of the home dogs that won outright. I, I third third I, week is about when all this stuff starts to – everything comes back to the median, right? Everything. Well, but, but this isn't the Dolphins' third week. It's just their second But because they, they missed week one. Agreed. But that that's what I'm saying. God almighty, how do you – this Jets team is bad, man. How do you – how do you give up 20 points to them? But also, how do you score fix? You got me. Jay Cutler did not look good. And in the sixth, the sixth, they got a literally last second touchdown. They didn't kick the extra point because it what didn't matter. Zeros on the clock. Yeah. Like yeah, it was twenty to nothing. That was it was twenty to nothing. Literally the very last play of the game. Yeah, it was. Devontae Parker bad. touchdown. Bam. If you played him in fantasy, just a kick in the nuts as they lost the game. <laughs> like it's crazy. No, it really doesn't make sense. Well, this one's crazy too. Bills. The Bills moved to two and one. Now I saw this coming. Twenty six to sixteen over the Broncos. I didn't. When we made our gambling picks, no, I'm not going to try to defend my picks. They were bad. I, I did not do well. Well, but this you week. did tell me about this. You said I be I'd be careful about I'd this. I'd be one. careful. The Bills. The Bills are really well coached. Okay, and I, I 
I knew I'm always leery of home dogs, and I I knew the stat. I would have never thought it with the Jets just because some teams are really bad. Um, thought it was stupid with the Browns, but I'm never going to pick against my team. I, I got to believe that they have hope in life somewhere in them. But this game, I thought, man, I can see the Bills winning this game. And I can't tell you why. I can't tell you how. Just watch the Browns on national TV or the, uh, the Broncos on national TV kick the hell out of the Cowboys. I can't, I can't explain why it's going to happen. I can't, I can't give you any stats to tell you how they're going to do it. But I had they a feeling did. it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you also had a feeling about the Saints. <clears throat> oh, no. This. Saints now, plus five and a half <laughs> at the Panthers, and Saints win 34-13. As I'm sitting here winning one game on Saturday out of the five and down 0-2 um, <laughs> going into Sunday, already lost two of my picks, this game was going. I said, look, I'm only going to win one of these bastards, but the one I'm going to win – it's halftime, and you could put it in your pocket. You could take it to the bank. You don't have to sweat this game anymore at all. The Saints dominated this game. Yeah. Cam Newton, not because of injury, got pulled. He got pulled from this game. Now, there are reports that say they got pulled from this game because they were afraid for his safety. When the Saints, Which is insane because the it's Saints the Saints. defense is making you scared for your safety, we have a problem. Were those first two wins – by the Panthers, just complete fraudulent. Well, one was the 49ers, and it was the first game under new head coach. Very first game under new regime. Could understand them kind of not being ready. Second game was the Bills. Second game against with the new regime, trying to figure things out. And it was a nine to three game. And it was awful. But man, the Saints will this, on them. This Panthers team might be really bad. And I'll tell you this, I believed in my heart of hearts the Saints weren't dead. The Saints team is not an 0-2 team. They played a Vikings team that we found out is really damn good. And they played a Pats team that if you have a bad defense, they are going to crush you. Yeah. We'll get to the Pats in a little bit. But that this Panthers team is going to be a team I'm probably going to pick against a lot. I could I could see a that. A whole lot. They yeah. have problems. Yeah, they really do. Steelers go into Soldier Field. Come out with an L. Now, and, did you watch any of this game? And, and this should have been an ass whipping. There's a touchdown that got taken off the board here that the Bears pooped on the ground. Well, but and the Bears ended up getting three points out of it. That should have been. That's a four point differential. Yes. The Bears dominate this game. They really did. It was kind of surprising. All right. Like so, really surprising, actually. I'm communicating with friends, watching games together. The Ben Roethlisberger on the road stats are real. Oh yeah. Like. And I don't understand it. I kind of always understood Drew Brees on the road because he plays in a dome. And when he goes outside and plays on the road, it's so different. I get it, especially in cold weather. There, There is no reason for Ben Roethlisberger to not be able to play on the road. But, man, he is – he's not just bad. He is absolute putrid. Yeah, he's, he's – I can't explain it. And that team is talented. From top to bottom, their offensive line is good. They have Le'Veon Bell. They have Antonio Brown. They have an, you know, uh, AB got me a lot of points. That I cannot understand this team. I don't get it either. They're two and one though. One loss on the road against a winless team. I like. I can understand it. I can understand it. I think the look. The Bears still have John Fox. You're right. They're a well coached, and I respect John Fox. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crap all over the Steelers for this. I just don't I don't every year I'm just in awe of the road stats for Ben. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, none of it makes sense. 
Uh, let's talk about some more road stats. Road dog that didn't cover. This is this is this is one that upset me. Falcons thirty, Lions twenty six. Fill me in. What happened? I like the Falcons, okay? And I'm not crapping on the Falcons, but the Falcons didn't deserve to win this game. Lions are driving at the end of the game. Two score. They hit Golden Tate with a pass over the middle. Golden Tate makes a lunge to go to the end zone. Replay shows that as his knee is touching the ground, a guy is touching his shoulder, which has him down. The ball is literally about an inch outside of the line of scrimmage, uh, the goal line. So, no touchdown. There's seven seconds left on the clock. Oh, in this situation, there's a 10-second runoff. If they call him down, down by contact immediately, and that's the initial call, they have an opportunity to get up to the line of scrimmage, spike it, and run another play. Or or, not kick a field goal down by four, but at least run another play. And a lot of people say, well, the numbers say they do the 10-second runoff because we had to stop the game to do the replay, and we assume you can't get a playoff last year. Last year, the Lions threw a 29-yard pass and in less than seven seconds got up to the line of scrimmage, spiked it, kicked a field goal to win the game. Don't tell me they can't get four yards and get up to the line of scrimmage, get ready, and spike it. Yeah. That, that's just horseshit. It, it's just it's just wrong. You're wrong on every possible – I understand it's a rule. I don't. It's know a how, weird rule. I don't know how to change the rule. At some point in time, I think you should stop the clock to do the replay, and if they get able to get set up and they can spike the ball, it's fine. It's just, it's just the defense is penalized. The, they're rewarded for making a stop. They're penalized in the sense that they have to make another stop. But they didn't lose the game. Yeah, they just have to make another stop. Okay, the Lions lose the game here. They had all the momentum going their way. They still would have had to make another play to win. Not saying that's a guarantee, but just to say. We're going to run 10 seconds off when no – I get the running 10 seconds off for penalties. You shouldn't be able to have an offensive penalty and be, be rewarded for it. Right. But this was not a penalty. This was the refs made the wrong decision, and then now we're going to end the game. Yeah. That I have an issue with, and I don't know how to fix it. Other than just saying, we're going to start the play clock as soon as I set the ball. You set the ball. We run the clock. He spikes it, and then they get another play. Or if it's on fourth down, then he he snaps the ball in seven seconds and he runs a play. I don't know what else to tell you. You got to be able to let them line up and try to play that play. Let them play it on the field. Make Atlanta make one more stop, yeah. or make it make the Lions make one more play. I think the Lions are a pretty good football team. I think they're really good. They it's, should be four and zero. It's well three three and zero. Sorry, three yeah, it's, and zero. It's, it's surprising. It's really surprising. It does set up a a good game against uh, the Vikings next week. Oh my god! The gosh. Vikings with Case Keenum at quarterback blew the just doors off. Of just the walked all over the Buccaneers. Walked all over them, thirty-four to seventeen, and it wasn't even really that close. Jameis Winston, um, three picks. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm telling you, I, and this is not a knock on him. I'm not saying he'll never win the Super Bowl. But I've said it too many times, guys. That you put the word, I don't know. I never called it anything other than these guys just try to force it. You, you, you use the word hero ball. These guys that play that way, man, I, they can't help themselves. They're gonna give the ball to the other team. Yeah. It's not if, it's when. Yeah, it always happens. It and always he, happens. And, and sometimes it costs them games, and sometimes it doesn't. But in this case, it cost them bad. Yeah, it sure did. It sure did. Texans 33 at the Patriots 36. So I have a philosophy about my pads. That's not good. 
Defense is not good. Not just is defense not good. Our offensive line is not good. No, the and Texans did a fantastic they, job. I, I was. I, I will tell you this. I had the conversation with the people I was watching games with. I do think this is Tom's last year because I don't know that he's – I think he's going to get hit more this year than he's ever been hit in his career. And while he says, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play, he's also never been hit like this before. What did he have, he five touchdowns? Through, oh, no, yeah, he had a lot of uh, – no, no, he had, he had five. Four, no, yeah, he had, he had five. five. He had five, yeah. yes. No, he, he's playing at a great level. He's never been hit like this. And going a whole season, here's my philosophy. When – when the Pats play bad defenses, they're going to kill them. They're going to murder them, i.e., yes. watch the Saints game. When they play a team that's a bad defense, that's going to happen. When they play good defenses, i.e., I'm gonna, the Jets, like good defenses, teams that will hit you, I think they're going to struggle. Not, not win. They won this game. I think they're going to struggle. Yeah. And I think that's how I'm going to bet on the Patriots from this point forward. If you're a bad defensive team, I'm going to bet against you. I think they'll cover the number no matter how big it is. Kind of like the Saints. Yes. If you're a good defense. Texans, I, I don't, Steelers, Yes. I, I don't know how small the number would have to be for me to take the Pats because I think they could lose any of those games because if you hit Tom enough, he can't beat you. And their defense is just going to – just it's a up. swinging door right They're now. They're going to give up points to everybody. It is a swinging door. Just letting anybody in the room. Titans 33, Seahawks 27. This game made me smile. Hey, you don't like the Seahawks at all. Do I you? don't like the Seahawks at all. Okay. I Richard Sherman should have been ejected from this game on two different occasions. Yeah, I, I'll agree with occasions. that. And it's a day. If you didn't watch this game, you don't get it. But he took his helmet off. He literally chased down, went after, chewing out a referee for five minutes of real time. Camera on him. How is that not a delay of game? Like, you were causing the holdup of a game. Like, why is the play clock not running? And instead of putting it on the deep, the offense, put it on him. Like, and then you – anyway, that, that happens. The hit on Mariota, it's not that he – Launched himself. When he launched himself, he was out of. Not Mariota was out of bounds. He himself didn't launch. His launch foot that he pushed off of to throw himself at Mariota was out of bounds. So how is the guy you're going to hit going to be in bounds? Nobody even brought that up on camera. It wasn't a. He was obviously out of bounds, dude. You're out of bounds when you launched at him. Yeah. And that was a football play, and so it's not ejectable. That's just ridiculous. It's no, ridiculous. No, he openly tried to he, – he got pissed off about the play call that happened the, the play before, which was a correct call, an absolutely correct call. He got caught holding the hell out of a guy. And and then the very, what, three or four plays later, he's still chapped ass, and he goes to try to take out Mariota. And Mariota, the symbol of class, gets up, pats him on the helmet. Of course, his offensive line are about to rip him to pieces. But, but that's okay. And then they do offsetting penalties and nothing happens to the Seahawks. Yeah. I'm done with this team, man. I am done. That is a group of thugs. An absolute, and I hate to say that, a boy from Olive Branch, KJ Wright's there. That team is full of thugs. And when Pete Carroll is a quote-unquote players coach and he There's no lets, lets these guys do what they want because he don't want to hurt their feelings, he wants them to play free and easy and fun – I want to see them die like dogs. I want to see them lose every game. Not literally, figuratively, on the field. I want to see them lose every game. 
I think their offense opened up a little bit in this game. It was open because of the Titans. Titans oh. had two touchdowns basically taken off the board in this yep. game. Um, they should have won it by a lot more. Yeah. You know, that they, they let the Seahawks come back in this. Beat the crap out of the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. they really did. So, 33-27, Titans still got the cover. Titans look like a really good football team right now. Really they good. look like the team that we thought they were before the season started. And then, of course, they run up against the Raiders. And for two weeks, the Raiders look like the best team in football. Not this week. Um, we'll, we'll get to that, that in a minute. Yeah. Packers 27, Bengals 24. Uh, you had an interesting stat about this one. Now, first, we this is the first touchdowns that the Bengals have scored all year. Yes. And so it took three games to get it, but they look they look better. The, it took the Packers' defense to get it. Well, it, and it took uh, the Bengals changing offensive coordinators because remember they fired their hey, offensive coordinator true. last week. Okay. So you know, it, it, new scheme, new guys, new whatever. They had one week to implement, and it looked like it was working pretty good. They were up twenty-one to seven at the half. That's right. And the Packers come back out second half. Um, I mean, it, okay, tell me this: if like why in the NFL do you? Stop playing in overtime, and you're just going because we saw this crap happen last year and the year before, where guys would would have easy kicks and they missed them. Yep. In overtime, and like we had a tie game last year because two guys missed chip shot field goals. Yep. Why do you put it in the kicker's hand? I, 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 they're so afraid, and this is this goes on the Packers. This is a great offense. And I get like if I turn the ball over, it and you've already the got game. momentum on your That's side, right. you are rolling. Nobody can stop you. But like I get, you don't want to turn it over, but don't quit playing. Yeah, don't quit playing. And I get they've got Mason Crosby, and he doesn't miss. He's not these other guys. But Mason then, Crosby had not made a field goal in overtime. I was just about to say, yeah. So the stat he only that, had one game-winning field goal yeah. to his credit, the, which is bananas the, to me. The stat that that CBS put up and Tony Romo talked about is the Bengals, who this is such a Bengals, this is such an Andy Dalton stat right here. This is totally <laughs> Bengals football. The definition of mediocrity, they have been in six different playoff games before this game, and they are two, two, and two. Which is like, insane. Like, they got the only two ties in the history of playoff since we've been doing this. The history and, of overtime. Yeah, in the overtime. Yeah, yeah sorry. And, and then they've won two and they've lost two. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Clutch, Mr. I'm the best quarterback of all time. I need to be in the conversation with Tom and Peyton and, and Elway and all them. I got my one Super Bowl. And zero, 0 for 7 in the playoffs. In in overtime, not the playoffs. And, oh, sorry. God, I keep doing that. You I'm get, sorry. Well, I mean, it is kind of a playoff. But, but yeah, so yeah. 0 for 7. Over 7 in overtime. overtime, yeah. And now, now who, who fixes that better than anybody else? The Bengals. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Now this, I didn't. I hate that I didn't put it out there. I believe that if you don't say it in public, you don't put it on Twitter, Facebook, say it on radio, whatever. Then it didn't really happen. This, this is a call I'm going to take credit for though, because I, I had so many bad ones. Buddy of mine, we're watching all the first set of games. Says, "Man, we've done so bad. I need a winner for the second half. Four o'clock games. I need a winner." And I said, "You want a winner?" I said, "Yeah." So take the Bengals and the points. I said, "I'm really tempted to take them in the money line." And he laughed. He's like, oh, I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. So go ahead. I'm telling you. Well, the I, line was eight, eight, at least what you thought, and then it moved to nine. I was about to say, when he took them, or when he was looking to take them, it was nine. Right before the game started. And he was just like, oh, I'm just not going to do it. I said, look, man, this Bengals team is terrible. But but they're going to figure it out. They'll probably go 0-3, but they won't get you know boat raced in three games. And this Packers team is not as good as they look. They're just not. Looking and, at this, how many 
The, how many favorites covered? covered. Uh, Three? Not a, Two? No, more than that. All right, scroll back up. Just scroll all the way to the top. Sorry, this is bad radio here. No, it's all good. Um, the Rams did not cover. All right, Rams did not Jacks cover. did not cover. Colts covered. Uh, no, Browns were favored in that game. Did not cover. No, the Colts. Oh, no, the Browns were favored. They yeah, did not cover. No. The Eagles did not cover. The Dolphins did not cover. Broncos, Broncos did, not. did not cover. Panthers, Panthers did, did not. not. Steelers did, did not. Lions. Uh, Falcons did not. No, the Falcons did cover. Falcons oh, were three, three and a half. It was three. Three, three, three and, and a half. half. And yeah, for some reason I thought six. Sorry. Uh, Vikings were the Vikings. They were a dog. Yeah, Vikings were a dog. So they they the Patriots didn't cover. The Titans covered. Titans covered. All right, so the Titans and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are the only two te- two teams covered on Sunday. Holy shit. <laughs> From Thursday to Sunday, only two teams covered. How did I know that stat? I knew all the home dog stats. That's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's bananas. All right, so let's talk about that. Chiefs, Chiefs did cover. 24-10. The Chiefs did cover. Um, I mean, they came out, struck early, and then just kind of sat on it. The Chargers are just bunk. Yeah, they really Man, are. It's, a, it's kind of surprising. That's a bad football team. And I keep thinking at some point in time they're going to turn around. Man, they might not. They really might not. There's not a whole lot of home field advantage there. No. That's a city that doesn't want that football team. And Why they got two teams is beyond me. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But either way, the Chiefs look really, really good. And really the Chiefs good. might not lose for a minute. Next week, they get the Redskins. We'll get to them. But they get them on Monday night at home. The Chiefs might be one of the best home teams in all of football, especially, especially in, in prime time. Yeah. Like, that place gets crazy. That's a really hard place to win. I think after that, they get a bad team. I don't remember. But um, if it's on the road, I guess anything can happen. Um you're pulling their schedule up. Yeah, I'm sorry. This to. is bad. We're going a little long, but I, I'm I'm really curious about this team. How far can they go before they get a loss? Uh, they play at Houston that in week could, five. Okay, so that would be they after host the, Pittsburgh in week six. Okay, uh, they so play either, at Oakland. Either of those teams. Either oh, of they've, those they've teams got a can, tough. They can, they've got a tough slate. So yeah. if they get the Redskins, say they go to four zero, then they've got at Houston. That's they host the Steelers. Game. They okay. play at the Raiders. They host Denver. Then they play at Dallas. That's a lot of tough so my, games. So my buddy that asked me about the the Bengals, uh, he needed a winner for the for the four o'clock games. Didn't take my advice. Lost anyway. Um, he showed me online. He has a bet for the Super Bowl already, and he had he made this bet after the Chiefs after Week One after the Chiefs beat the Patriots. And his Super Bowl is Chiefs Falcons Super Bowl, and he's got like plus 800 or something like that for that to be the Super Bowl. Now, I know it's really early. Those, I mean, teams, that, were, that, those teams were just one and one, but right now, those are like the only two undefeated teams left. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow, it is. Yeah, it's the only two undefeated. The Falcons should have lost twice. Yeah. And I like this Falcons team a lot, but they found ways to win, and... And see that—that's why I don't put a whole lot of stock into the Steelers losing at the Bears, yeah. Because the Falcons are the, a the, really good football and team. They should have lost to the Bears. Yeah. The Bears complete one pass that got hit right in the hands and dropped. How good? How Glennon has played well. I think Glennon's all right. I think Glennon has played well. I, I will tell you this: I've got some friends that are Bear fans that are still crying for. You, you just hold the hell off, okay? Yeah. Glennon I think, has I think, earned his spot. Now, has he earned his like seventeen million dollars? Eh, that's a different conversation. Well, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, but so I does, think so. He deserves to keep that job. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Last one: Raiders at the Redskins. Redskins win twenty-seven to ten. 
I can't even explain this. I, I have no idea how to. By this time, I had already done all the homework and figured out the home dog thing, and the, I and I made it real clear to everybody in the room. I'm putting large. I'm putting amounts of money that matter to me. It might be small to others. It might be big to others. It mattered to me on the Redskins winning outright. I did. I did well. I did well on that one. Well, that makes sense. I got a money line. Did well. Because I just saw the trend, and it, that's the only thing I did. I just saw that this Sunday, if you're a home team, your team is figuring it out, your crowd is getting behind you, and you are doing well. Now, buck the trend for a second and just explain to me what happened to the Raiders. Uh, the best quote-unquote offensive – the Raiders were supposed to be up there with the Browns and the Cowboys as the three best offensive lines in football. That offensive line – got manhandled. Let me tell you who did an unbelievable job in this year's draft. A team without a general manager. Okay? They don't have a GM. Remember they fired their guy? He was... He was who are you talking about? Uh, the, the Redskins. Redskins. Oh, skins, okay. The Skins, like, went went through the combine with their, like, GM, like, on the sidelines. Yeah. And they fired him right before the draft. Bruce Allen made the picks. Um, Man, they were everybody else... Like let all these great talent fall, they they went and got him. Uh, your boy from Bama, big Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. I thought he was the second best player in the draft. There was an opportunity for the Browns to take Miles Garrett, and then he fell to them with their second pick. They traded back at that pick. I wanted them to take Jonathan Allen. I thought this will change the Brown. This will change Cleveland forever if we can start a new chapter taking these two guys. They'll play here for five to seven years. And change the game. Jonathan Allen is a beast. Not just him, but there were several um, Redskins linemen, linebackers. Derek Carr got hit, and he got hit often. Crabtree got zero passes completed. Yeah, zero. Which is insane. I don't. don't Derek Carr only had what, like eighty yards. I don't know that Amari Cooper got any passes completed. He had one for like six yards. it, It like Derek Carr got beat the hell up. Against a defense that has been one of the worst defenses in the league, but they made a point to draft uh, defensive studs. They went and got them, and and man, it it changed that game. It it blows my mind still looking at it that the Eagles went into Washington and won in Week One, but I mean we've seen it multiple times. Like it, the Rams went in twenty eight to nothing or whatever it was over the 49ers early last year and then like didn't win a game yeah. for 11 weeks or whatever. I, I think I think like, you can really throw what you thought about the teams before the season started is now when you start looking at them. Yeah. What happens on week 1 and 2? Because you remember I had them winning the yeah. East. What happens on week 1 and 2? You could almost throw out as still two preseason games. These teams still don't know who they are and as long as nobody major gets injured you you really could throw those numbers out. I don't care about records. I just want to see what I thought of you. I need to remember this for next year. What I thought of you in week one before the season started is the way I need to watch and think of week week three. Yeah, that's what that's what you need to do. Okay. Because week one and two is just a crapshoot. It's absolutely a gamble. One stat I want to throw out there just because I want to just stick it in Joe Flacco and Baltimore fans. Joe Flacco got pulled for Ryan Mallett at, like, the middle of the third quarter when this ass drumming was happening in London. His stat line finished. He had 18 completions for 28 yards. He averaged, 
like 1.6 yards a pass. Which is insane. Somebody please tell me Joe Flacco's elite. I want to hear it. I want to have this conversation <laughs> one more time. I just, just I know I know I know we're going long, but Well you know it's you know it's funny, they'll probably end up beating the Steelers this weekend. That this is a game that I just don't have any dog in the fight. It's one of those where you know, but I mean, world, that, that's what happens if here. If the world right? opened up, and you know, now those two teams hate each other, that's a rivalry that's real. And and I will I will tell you that historically, now my historical numbers have been going badly for me lately. But historically, you can take the under. This game is usually a thirteen to ten ball game, or 24-21. Yeah, it's or it's low. Whatever. It is yeah. it is low scoring. These two teams hit and they hit hard. I wonder if we can throw a lot of trends out about the Ravens because remember before this game I did take the under, which the Jags killed me in the under yeah. by themselves. But the reason I took the under was because I thought Baltimore's defense would be fine, Jacksonville's defense would be good, they'd be low scoring. Remember, the Ravens have I think it was seventeen players that started the season on IR. Yeah, like if if all those players are still hurt and missing against the Steelers, like it it might not matter what trends and historical things are. Yeah, if the Steelers you, might just win the ball game. If you don't have dudes to put like NFL caliber dudes, you just can't play in this league. And somehow the Ravens were two and zero. Well, going can, into this game, they can thank Cleveland. For, yeah, for one of those. Yeah, that's true. Which the Browns were in that game. Doesn't and the Bengals. It doesn't matter. And the Bengals. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, Andy Dalton, for the, uh, what, seven turnovers or whatever it was he had that game. Martin Just ridiculous. Joke. All right, that's going to wrap it up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at Gary WCE. You follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show. That's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551 551- Two two six nine eight nine nine, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review. For every twenty-five written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.